The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello. It's our 200th and first episode. Wow. I guess now we're just going to be doing that. You are. <laughs> Weird flex, I'll but whatever. I'll stand by and watch and agree. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. What a week it's been. I'm high. Literally. literally. I'm literally high, high right now. High, well, <laughs> that wouldn't be the first one. We just hosted a really fun event. Yeah. Fresh off the heels of, um, we just brunched at Chateau Marmont. Okay, now you're just really flexing. <laughs> you're out of fucking control, girl. Um, no, but shout out to Loon, Loon brand vape pens. Um, I know you guys in LA want to know what to order off the fucking internet. Ease. You're like, which vape is a good vape? I can't tell. I'm far away. And um, female founded. I'd like to try them and no more. Mindfully crafted. We've been on the ground researching. Trust us. Yeah. Anyway, so we just did this fun <laughs> event um, with Loon. So thank you to the folks over there. That was great. Okay, wait. Our friends are here and I just want to call them out, bring them on. Yeah. In celebration of, you know, 200 episodes, you know, spring has sprung. The planets are shifting. We all survived Scorpio full moon. We've we've got a celebration here. We do. Guys. Welcome to the mics. We've got Kelsey Tyler and Emily Altaus. Hello. Hey, hi. Hey. We've mentioned you guys a lot of times on the show, so it's just nice to put a voice with a name, I think. Yeah. Good things we hope. Yeah. So nice to finally be here. <laughs> Are you our mom? What if that was the voice, though, to the name? It's bring your parents to work day. I think that, that, that your would be a cool choice. I like that, actually. That's awesome. What do you guys think of our studio? Are you proud? It's slick. It's very exciting to see where the magic happens. Yeah. You guys, they have like a, they just walk in and there's like, what's that called? Your, your logo. Your logo. Wow. Is that a hard <laughs> word to come up with usually? Uh, your logo's just up there. It's like your whole space. The view's chill. There's so much Pure, going on. Truly immaculate yeah. view. Just gorgeous. Thanks. We manifested that ourselves. We built it ourselves. <laughs> also, we manifest look, generated it. You guys look hot. Today, oh. all days. But yeah, well, right but the now. gals are looking particularly beautiful today. Yeah. There's this crazy app called GlamSquad.com where strangers come over yeah. and just put you together. <laughs> Gig economy for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's really? an app for everything. I found out about a dry cleaning app yesterday. I'm like, wow, I really never need to go anywhere. Speaking of things that you can get online, what? I'd love to introduce a new partner that we have today. Wow, such a pro segue, dude. But I will say this. Our what? listeners are well-versed in this brand, which is why this is really exciting. Yeah. So the plant-based influencers themselves, Danielle Dubois and Whitney Tingle of Sakara Life, yeah. are now officially partners of That's So Retrograde. Hey. Super exciting. As you know, we've <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've followed the journey of Sakara since they've been on the show at three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. They were just on last month. If you guys haven't caught that app, please do. It's a very fun update great cookbook Mm -hmm. but if anybody is just you know their fancy has been tickled and they're is that what it is tickle your fancy yeah 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 yeah. they're like (laughs) i really want to try not only do they have an incredible meal delivery service that is available in all 48 states that aren't alaska and hawaii continental Continental, u.s thank you you're welcome sorry loon um (laughs) 
we have a great promo code with you. So they have not only, as I was saying, not only do they have the plant-based meals, but they have amazing products. They've got like granola. They've got beauty water. They, I mean, I like their bars a lot. Their bars, their probiotic is excellent. It's a prebiotic, actually. Just go on the site, have a perusal. It's quite fun. Taking notes. Are we so lost in Elizabeth right now? We're loving what she's saying. She really you guys the are way. the only place I get advice ever. So this is so as you guys know, their meals are specifically designed to enhance your energy, improve digestion, help with healthy weight management, and the menu is always chef-crafted dishes. They change weekly, and you don't get bored, but you always feel delighted. I just think if you guys are curious about trying Saqqara, you should do it. Use our code. You'll thank us later. Yeah, so if you head over to Saqqara, that's S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash retrograde, you'll get $60 off your first order. It's really delicious. Yeah. It's really it's like just, a true delight. I'm just so fun that we're working together. I know people are like, oh, it's expensive. It's like, yeah, okay, so you just like – Move a little money over there for the week and then don't go out for drinks because you won't mm-hmm. want to because you'll be eating all of salad and you won't have a stomach and you're for any be alcohol. Taking the you best, literally won't be able to do anything else. The best bathroom time. I think that's really important. You know, every time I open a conversation on how much I shit, people are just like, they get me and we yeah. get each other. And it's like <laughs> the great unifier. <laughs> the great unifier. We should all be freely talking about that. Absolutely. Everybody poops. Everybody yeah. poops. And everyone needs to poop more. Um, Segway. Muffled voices in the back. (laughs) Of people agreeing. Okay, so we mentioned we're fresh off our 200th episode. Mm -hmm. And in celebration of the 200th episode, we did something pretty fun that I really made me so happy. A great dinner. We had a phenomenal dinner. We put together just a small group of some of the people in, I would say, the lore of That's So Retrograde that really either championed us from behind the scenes or were on the show and just like stood out in our mind is just like pivotal moments of that so retrograde. And we held it at a wonderful restaurant here in Los Angeles, just around the corner from the studio, Pacific Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, she fancy. Oh, I'm La Cienega. Did I say that? Yeah. Anyway, this restaurant is gorgeous. The lighting fixtures are full moons. So they are. And it's kind of weird because I always drive down that street and I don't take note of those restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just bl- like breezing through there. I would never like stop and eat there. I'm not foot trafficking there <laughs> ever really. It's so good. You guys were there. It's what did you a, think? It was delightful. It was delicious. And it was also the, yeah, the vibe of that place. It feels like you walk into a little tree house or yeah. something. Yeah. Some like. Yeah, it felt like a living room. Yeah. Kind of it used to be cool. like a French bistro for like the guy said like 30 years yeah. or something. And it just had vibe The food for was sure. so good. Oh, yeah. That fucking steak, I dreamed about it for five days. Yeah, you guys took some leftovers home. We didn't, but the food was failed. What we did take was leftover wine from oh, the great people at the organic cellar. Talk to us about your experience at that wine because we like suck the dick of that wine all day, but people <laughs> yeah. maybe don't believe us. Yeah, I want to. I do want to say this. It's a. It was a damn delicious wine. Um, you screamed in my face at one point <laughs> that I would one hundred percent guaranteed not have a hangover, <laughs> which I just think is a thing you can't guarantee people over the age of thirty. 
I was drinking. I was like, oh, what's that you said? Multiple bottles to the head alone? I could be fine. I and, could fly tomorrow. And? Boy, I was laid out. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, my God. No. no. But it wasn't the wine's fault. It was my self-control right. that was absent. We also drank red, white, and pink Oh, I had it all, baby. Yeah. Yeah. you said 100% <laughs> guarantee. No. But, I, but the wine was delicious and infinitely drinkable. That was the problem. If and I have one complaint, it's that I could have too much of it. Okay. <laughs> that yeah, really sort of goes back really to me. Took a lot of, <laughs> so long distance to get there. Wow, I'm well, never coming back again. <laughs> also, the Classa Alzul of yeah. it all. Oh, that's the, uh, the best that's tequila. Best tequila, and I love a multifunctional, like delicious tequila. Drink it all, and now you have a beautiful vase. Give me a bell. Uh, Give me a bell on top. Why not? <laughs> Ding. Ding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like so excited when I learned about the bell. Yeah, it really was amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks everyone who made that possible. Who else do we need to thank from that? Everyone that came. Everybody that attended. Ryan made a beautiful speech. Uh, Ryan Weiss made. Delightful. I mean, he's a wordsmith. Are you guys really special. Are you guys subscribing to Waking Up With Ryan emails? One should. Just reminding people that that's a thing. It is a thing. And it's and also he does like an Instagram prayer every morning. It's really – and like with a lesson in Course in Miracles wrapped in. It's just oh, an something special is happening over there. such an angel. I need to get on that. I yeah. Oh, you'll love it. You so, follow him, don't you? He's my neighbor, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should know that. Yeah. Oh. She literally wakes up with him. <laughs> <laughs> I open my window and I yeah. hear his voice yeah. and I'm like, ah. Hello? So I feel like our listeners are probably like, wow, the That's So Retro Girls. Seems like they've got a lot of events that they're doing and they seem really fun. How can we go to one? Here's the thing. We're retiring from podcasting <laughs> only hosting day and nighttime events. Well, you might remember this was from like, last up. year. But, no, I just was, like, going somewhere with yeah. that. You know. You know. <laughs> I figured. Um, last year, we partnered with It Gets Better for their poolside L.A. Pride celebration. And we're doing so again. We're on the Coast Committee. Don't so. let anyone tell you we're not Ally Queens. June 8th, It Gets Better. <laughs> we're going to post a link on our Instagram because our website is in the process of a makeover. I'm so obsessed with the so, new one. So new content coming it's soon, folks. really Exciting good. stuff. Yeah. So from 1 p.m. till 5 p.m., Saturday, June 8th. Chelsea, you were there last year. Any thoughts? Oh, it's incredible. And also the swag hookup was fantastic. Yeah. It was a good it, it was, was a good like time. A wonderful Yeah, it was thing. a really good opportunity if you were gonna go to the parade the next day. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. here's everything rainbow that you might need to deck yourself Literally. in. Literally. We're hooking you up. So it gets better is obviously an amazing organization. We're very excited to be partnering with them. Um, again, link in bio on our Instagram. Wow, Elizabeth, you really took the reins on this. Should we roses and thorns? Okay. This is a test to do with the eye, which is like never rosy, but I will say. <laughs> How is this very rosy today? still a conversation that we're having on this show? We're going to get it figured out. Soon. Wow. Okay. But I have did discover a project that is helps just soothe it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not Nothing really works. If anybody suffers with eczema, I haven't really found anything that like gets rid of the like inner burning mm. quite yet, but when just to like to keep the skin from not like it's a good barrier let's just say this product is called um medicine mama's bee magic wand and it also comes in a tub and it's a propolis and honey all in one lip and face balm with extra virgin olive oil um avocado oil 
honey and propolis, like it's all, did I pronounce that right? Am I saying it right? Yes. Okay, cool. Pro- propolis? Propolis? Propolis. Is that the, that's like the bee stuff? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a, a magical, <laughs> a magical solve. And Sweet. it comes in a tub, but I have this little stick so I can just carry it around with me on the go. So it just makes it feel better? Yeah. It keeps the skin, it keeps the hydrated. dryness, yeah, it keeps it hydrated. And also I think just like keeps a protective barrier from the world. Mm. We all need that. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. I could get a stick for just the whole body. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or just so my that's brain. my rose. It's been it was a nice discovery. I'm I knew so I, I told everyone I go, if I find something that's working, I'll let you know. This one is a good find. I'm so happy. I'm praying I'm so for you, honey. You're happy. Thanks. Yeah, I know what it's like to have eye problems. Yeah. So, Third eye problems. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about eye you? Eye. Do you have a rose? You know, I do. I went I I sort of overcame a fear this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Ikea by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> a true journey. It was. You know, I thought that I wasn't going to like it, but then mm. I took a little drop of that um, root of it all, THC, CBD. Amen for that. <laughs> tincture called Go. And boy, did I go. Did, did she? I went on a beautiful journey of inspiration in Ikea and thought I was going there for one thing, shelves for my bathroom. Right. Ended up getting a bed, which was so ill-conceived. Like, I wish that someone... It's designed to trick you into that. Yeah, it was fine, though. Like, I needed a bed, but it was more just, like, I thought as, like, a small person I could, like, carry (laughs) everything needed to get a bed. Like, it was fully, like, a comedy. Like, a couple of the guys were coming over being like, do you need help? And I was just like, no. Like, it's because I had this switch went off in my head where I was like, everyone that I've been, like, loosely dating my joke with them is like can you build me a bed <laughs> like are you like strong enough to build me a bed and every guy has been like no and I'm just like yeah okay so I'm like in Ikea like a little high like looking at the beds and I'm just like you know what this is fucked up if I'm gonna get a guy I need to build myself a bed you don't manifest by not having something you can't get you know what I mean you can't skip steps so true. So I got so like deeply empowered and inspired. That you wouldn't even let anybody help you. I get was in the car. not. No, <laughs> literally, you should have fucking seen me. First of all, I don't know how to use my new car. I couldn't put the seats down, and then I couldn't pick Dead. up. It was so hard to pick up these huge slats and like slide them in my car. They don't were, they have people that help you with that though? Allegedly, she, she needs to do it on her. own. Yeah, it oh, was aggressive. Okay, so hilarious. <laughs> That's like the lesson one step too far. Which is like, I will throw my back out. No, literally, I'm like <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? I went to yoga with Hale and I was like, it's okay. You're a man. You're a gay man. You're my internet husband. You can help me carry this up the stairs. Right. He carries it up the stairs. We're like building. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah. No, we're like building one shelf, which he built, by the way. I didn't help him at all. <laughs> and then he looks at me and he's like, we're not building that fucking bed. And I'm just yeah. like, right. Yeah, no, that's, this is why you work. You can hire a task, a task yeah. rabbit. To build you a bed. So you built the bed by yourself? No, fuck no. I paid $85 yeah, so for lesson, a test rabbit. Like, <laughs> the lesson is get your own, right. bitch. It doesn't matter. Like, like if I'm not going to manifest. I put I it. <laughs> no, I put it in its proper place. Like I hired someone. That's okay. You can outsource. But like from still, that's still from my own personal like integrity and strength and center. It's with my own money. It's my own thing. Right, okay. right, right. Okay. And the bed looks like great. It. And it looks amazing. It does. It, it looks does. And, and the bed storage rocks. is unparalleled. Bedroom oh, my God. Drawers mm. underneath for the for the bedding and the towels. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I will say this. 
Uh-oh. Ikea. I'm all for like just perusing Ikea and like seeing what pops out. It yeah. can be dangerous, but yeah. it can got some also be very expect. fruitful, yeah. such as what you just experienced. You can order it online and just go there and pick it up. I know, but we and you have this conversation all the time. You're so good at online conceiving. I can't Elizabeth get past it. The yeah. queen You're visioning of, of it all. I cannot yeah. in my life. Me either. I have to be there to be like, I see it, I get it. I'm just trying to streamline it's amazing. Which, but it's you a have a vision. Skill. I will say yeah. for those of us vision in a drive. Okay. For those of us in LA. <laughs> my, <laughs> my new favorite discovery on that tip, I needed a pair of Spanx. And I went on Nordstrom's.com, ordered them on Nordstrom's.com at like 10 a.m. By 12:30 p.m., I drove up to the Nordstrom's at the Grove in the valet. Called a number. Oh, I already paid oh. for them online. Like, <laughs> did like oh. an online transaction. Called a number. A lovely gentleman brought the Spanx out to my car <laughs> in a little bag. That's and luxury. Was like, it was. I'm like, this is living. I so love this that. is something they offer. They you offer didn't just this. like wheel no, that. This is like, a, you know what you're gonna do for me? <laughs> you're gonna pull up. You know, come here. I know you don't do this for everybody, but look at me. You're gonna pull up. Yes, I'm gonna text you. Give me your private phone number. I'm gonna text you to bring out my Spanx. In the special <laughs> instructions area. <laughs> That's fucking luxury, oh, honey. Yeah, no, it was it was my new oh. favorite discovery. Never again am I setting a foot in a grove. We have a lot to learn from you. <laughs> yeah, so much. It's why I'm here. It's why I'm here. Amazing. <laughs> I need so, more paper and pen, please. Like we said, never leaving the house. Yeah, glow up, stay to. home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hashtag copyright. Speaking of just being productive and understanding, going with the flow of yourself and your rhythm, your human design, one would say. One would say. We've got Aaron Claire Jones here to uh, break down. We've talked about this topic before. Mm -hmm. Got a wonderful response, so we're going to dig a little deeper. I just feel like there's so many questions. There's so many avenues we can go down, and I highly suggest that you guys look into getting yours read. I think it's something that can sound broad in general when you're speaking about it in terms like we did on the show, but really, if you get super into it, it's fascinating and provides very helpful tools Human to navigating the stress of your life. Let's do it. Today we are revisiting the topic of human design, which is something, yay, applause, because when Stephanie and I were introduced to this modality, is mm-hmm. it? Sure. Is that the word? We'll find um, out if that's the yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it blew us away. Yeah, we were like, astrology, but, but like, like, to another degree. To the degree. next level. Yeah. And our guest today, Erin Claire Jones, welcome. Thank you. Takes human design and applies it to how we are in our working life. So um, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. You and I actually traveled abroad together. Let well, me guess. Did you go to Israel We together? did. <laughs> but we are, we're on separate buses. It was a group of 80 people. So we didn't really get to like have our bro down time as I would have liked. But here we are now. So... So happy to be here. <laughs> so happy to have you. Yes, this is amazing. Um, on American soil. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting take. <laughs> um, Steph and I have both worked with you, um, and it was highly illuminating. And we were like, we have to get you on the show the next time you're in L.A. And here you are. We're so pleased to have you. For maybe our listeners who might not be familiar with human design, can you give us a definition? Yeah, absolutely. So human design basically gives us our energetic DNA. So it helps us understand our unique blueprint. And the idea is that we're all designed radically differently. And so human design just showcases how we're each designed to make decisions, communicate, really like kind of find success in this world. And it's going to look different for each of us. And it uses our birth 
exact time, date, and place of birth. And in terms of where the system comes from, it combines a lot of different systems. So Kabbalah, I Ching, quantum physics, genetics, biochemistry, like all into this one master system to kind of give us that blueprint. And astrology, right? Like I see there's planets. And astrology, for sure. In Mm -hmm. the the little thing that you have, I see some. You see the zodiac. Yeah. Yeah. And then how did you get bitten by the by the bug. I think that I had been exploring different modalities for a long time and I met somebody about four years ago and he'd been studying human design for a long time and he introduced it to me and it just like totally blew my mind. He just like introduced me to parts of myself that I so intuitively knew but I just like had never given myself permission to step into. And so yeah I mean the minute I introduced was introduced to it I kind of like went all in and I think that I just saw very quickly the potential to bring it into business and like in a way that I hadn't seen with any other modality because like even though it comes from the stars it gives us such tactical information about like how we can work best as ourselves but also with the people around us and like how to engineer teams based on our kind of unique operating style so I just like saw the potential and was very excited to explore it. Yeah what I love about it is that it really Im- I mean, obviously, I'm, like, the biggest fan of astrology. Mm -hmm. But for me, astrology is, like, definitely more of, like, an emotional understanding. And with this, what I love is, like, it really tailors your experience so you're not going against the grain of yourself. And you can really lock into, you know, in different areas. Like, say you have a passion for a certain type of business, but you might be in the wrong role and it's, like, really hard for you. And then if you just, like, understand yourself and shift a little to the right, suddenly you're thriving because that's what you're, like, designed to do. And it's such a gift because we're not meant to be in a position of stress in our lives, mm-hmm. despite what American soil will tell you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See? Um, so can you break down the different – are they archetypes? Are they pillars? What are we labeling yeah. them as? Yeah, and I think – and that is exactly it, is that I think that human design just helps us find a way of operating that's a lot more natural to us. Yeah. And so they're basically like two billion different configurations. Okay. But at the highest level – Can you level, go through them all? Yeah, I'm going to go through each one of them today. Um, <laughs> but at the highest level, there are five different types, and okay. then it gets a lot more specific from there. So – Basically, there are generators and manifesting generators. You guys are both manifesting generators. Hey. Um, And then there are projectors and then manifestors and reflectors. And so generators and manifesting generators are basically the people that really have the energy and the life force to kind of like build and create and do things and really bring things to life. And the most important thing is that they're really doing work that is deeply satisfying to them. Okay. As manifesting generators, like you guys have the ability to kind of move very quickly, pivot very quickly from one thing to another, have your energy in a lot of different things at once. And so it's really about like honoring what you feel the most lit up by and the most energized by and like pivoting when your energy is no longer there for it. That to me was such a liberating new piece of information because I struggle. I've talked about this on the show. Like I struggled for so long with like doing stand up but not feeling satisfied and knowing that I needed to shift a little but not and like you too and mm-hmm. like doing fashion. Like we both had such like dark nights of our soul being like, what does it mean if we want to shift? And it's like it just means that you're like on your path. Exactly. It's like not that serious. Yeah, a good friend of mine. Um, he just closed his shop in New York and he wrote this article about it. And he was like, you know, not every project needs to live forever. And like, yeah. it's far more important to do like what lights us up than it is to do the things that drain us. And so sometimes like projects are meant to last like a year or two months or a week, you know? And so it is really just like honoring what you have the energy for and when. But it is that like American mentality of like badgering yourself into your work where it's like, I know that like my parents both had that mentality of like, well, it's not meant to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, But it totally is. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think our generation really like recognizes that and mm-hmm. is uh, like all of our listeners, they respond and they like, they all want to be in their like purpose and in their enjoyment but because we've been so ingrained with a certain type of ideology, it's really hard to give yourself permission to do that, mm-hmm. unfortunately. 
Absolutely. You know, and I think I often say with human design is that like, it just gives us like all the permission in the world to yeah. be who we are. Yeah. Because like when I'm sitting with people or people, it's never telling them stuff they don't know. It's like right. stuff they so know about themselves, but they're like, oh my God, what? Like I get to live that way or do that way. Like I get to pivot that quickly, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. I think that often we like have so much conditioning about what we think it should look like. And it's often very different than our design. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So then we have projectors. And so projectors are about 20% of the population. And these people, I'm a projector is like, they're really here to kind of be advisors and leaders and guides for others. They don't have that same consistent access to energy as generators or manifesting generators do. And so for them, it's about like honestly finding a lot of time to rest, like working in spurts, like not choosing a field of work that requires them to put in super long hours every day. It's like finding some sort of craft that like helps them understand people and how they work and just kind of find ways to share that and be invited into that. So what would like professional, like give us examples of like some professional projector jobs. So for some reason I'm fascinated by projectors. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You are. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Projectors are the most natural like managers. So just for example, like I am much better at managing a team than I am at actually like being on the team doing all the things. Okay. And so they tend to be very sensitive to energy and just like know how to kind of like maximize like energy and talent and resources and just like see things that others miss. Okay. And so like if you know that you're projecting your team, it's actually good to really like kind of groom them into being a manager into a leader. Wow. Because their gift is really in understanding people and kind of working with people one-on-one. Okay. That's yeah. really interesting. And then they also work, you know, they have this very kind of penetrating and focused energy, so they do work really well with one-on-one clients. So, like, you know, I know a lot of projectors that are, like, astrologists, you know, or work with an Enneagram or whatever it is, but, like, opportunities that kind of allow them to work one-on-one and, like, share knowledge with people and help them understand themselves. Interesting. Mm. And then what are the other, other ones? So yeah. then we have manifestors. Okay. And manifestors are about 9% of the population. Damn. I know. And these are the people that are very um, kind of like forceful, impactful kind of energies. And they're really here to initiate and get things started. They're really not here to do all the work themselves. They're like, like the ideas people. They're kind of, yeah, the ideas people. And they just like have the like energy to kind of like initiate and get a thing started and then like need other people to actually help bring that thing to life. Do you life. think the Firefest guy is a manifesto? <laughs> I would no. not be surprised. Um, <laughs> I, do. I feel like he's exactly, I mean, he's a psychopath, but like that's a separate <laughs> category of person, but like be like he's that guy. A manifest like, psychopath? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the like billion that we're not able to really go deep on today. <laughs> yeah. But he like had that crazy big idea and like everyone listened to him, but then he had no ability to actually do it. Totally. And they've got also recognize that they need the support around them to actually do it you right. know and like manifestors like I know a lot of manifestors that work in teams but often like they operate best and they're just like left alone independently to like do what they please because they, they're not here to be like managed or told what to do or controlled in like literally any way like they just need freedom and autonomy so like if they're going to work in teams like it's awesome if they have like just like their own domain it's like this is your thing like go do it and they're not actually being like micromanaged in any way okay but a lot of manifestors I know like work for themselves and that feels the most natural to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have reflectors. Mm-hmm. And so reflectors are very rare. It's about 1% of the population. Isn't Ambi a reflector? Mm-hmm. Wild. Our astrologer. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And they're so cool. You know, they basically take in everything in their environment and mirror it back. And so when you know who those people are as part of like a company or a community, you really get a sense of the health of that place just based on how that person's showing up. Wow. And their identity shifting all the time. Like over the course of a month, they have times like feeling like a manifesting generator, like a projector, like a manifester, like it really ranges. But they tend to be like very wise. And so it's so helpful to know who they are so you can like really leverage that. Interesting. Yeah. Really good to that have that on the hard. team. It's so good to have on the team. Yeah. I think it's like honestly, in my experience, it's human design such a good system for reflectors because mm-hmm. like it really gives them that permission where they're like, I have like 
I've always been shifting so much and I've always felt that like that was very wrong. And so for them to be like, oh, my identity is like shifting literally every day. And like my role is to just kind of flow with that rather than like fix myself into one way of being doing or being thi- being a thing. And right. like the most important thing for these people is that they're in environments that really feel correct to them because they're so sensitive to their physical environment. So they just like need to be in places that feel good because they're reflecting that place. Aww. I can feel our listeners wanting to jump online to figure out where what yeah. where they fall in. How does one figure that out? Yeah, so um, you'll need your exact time, date, and place of birth. Okay. Um, if you go to erinclairjones.com slash lookup, you can look up your design. Cool. And it's going to look a little bit crazy, you know, like you guys have seen the body graph. So you can look under type, and that's going to be the most important piece in terms of what we've covered so far. Okay. okay. And then can you kind of explain what the body graph is for us? Yeah. Because that is like some pretty wild imagery. I know. People like look it up, and then they're like, <laughs> okay, like, I'm going to okay, close it. I'm not a doctor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or a robot. <laughs> so um, if you look up your design, you'll see this kind of like human body. And on top of it, there are nine different centers and they're all connected by different lines. And so basically each of those centers in human design like represents a different function in the body or like just a different function in life. So it'll be around like your energy level, your identity or your willpower, your emotions or your intuition. And in your design, there are going to be areas that are colored in or there'll be areas that are white. And the areas that are colored in are basically the areas that are kind of operating in a more consistent and reliable way within you. It's what you're putting out into the world. And the areas that are white are the areas where you are the most sensitive and taking in all the influences from the environment around you. Okay, so I'm looking at mine right now, and it's making me nervous that my lower area that looks like my <laughs> sexual center is totally open. No, no, no. Your sexual center is totally red. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> It's totally what? Defined and red. Defined and yeah. red. Okay. Okay, cool. So that means that it's my power. It's yeah. not like it's just open to like whatever dicks want to fly inside me. of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even though that's what I secretly do want. <laughs> yeah, I know that that center is like all around like sexuality and fertility and all that. And then what's the lower one? The lower is like the root. That's like the adrenals, your drive, oh. your stress level. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't want to make this episode all about like what I'm looking at because I feel like that could nobody cares about that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares stuff. <laughs> but sometimes I do feel using us as an example is like a relatable thing absolutely so totally tell me more about me <laughs> um but yeah so it, it can be pretty overwhelming looking at it yeah but i think that like in human design like the most important pieces are your type and then how you make decisions and how you kind of really communicate and respond to life right because there's so many things we can draw us from so what you're focusing on is the, those top three exactly okay yeah Hold up. Oh, oh, okay. I'm here for that. We're about to manifest, generate. Let's do it. Our love for ritual. Yes. Minty Burp Squad, where are you at? <laughs> Unite. United. The Minty Burp Squad is like the gentle unsullied. You know we love ritual. It is a daily essential vitamin for all us women. Mm-hmm. And Just two times a day and you can get all the essential vitamins and nutrients you need. And... Minty Burp Squad, why? It's because there's a mint tab (laughs) in every bottle that keeps things fresh so you don't have that fishy aftertaste because it's filled with all the omega-3s that you need. Yeah. But if you want to avoid the Minty Burps, our friends at Ritual told us to take it at night as opposed to the morning. And then you'll just burp at night. But my favorite thing to do is wake up in the morning, Mm -hmm. have a nice glass of water, room temp. Sure throw in that ritual, two ritual vitamins and then go in on... Are we on doing this on an day. empty stomach or after a You smoothie? can do it on an empty stomach or you can do it with a smoothie, with your breakfast, whatever your curiosities are feeling that day. I love that. And it's important to note that all of Ritual's ingredients are traceable and transparent. Obviously, vegan-friendly, sugar-free, no GMOs, gluten-free, allergen-free, 
And I've looked into where they source their vitamins. And as you guys know, I'm really sensitive about that type of thing. And the shit is legit. And as you know, ritual is delivered because we never want to have to leave the house if we don't have to. <laughs> it's like pretty so much the mantra. It's a really easy subscription to start and you can put snooze on it at any time. So and it ends up being about a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients that your body needs. So we I get it delivered every month. I know you do too. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And you can pause it, you can keep it going you can give it to a friend yeah sometimes i don't finish my bottle in a month and i pass it along to a buddy so visit ritual.com r-i-t-u-a-l.com slash retrograde to start your ritual today and you'll get 10 percent off during your first three months that's ritual.com slash retrograde burp mint so when you go in to a business setting mm-hmm. talk about that experience and how you're able to kind of assess the situation and then help people work through some things to then ultimately work better as a team or as a manager? So I think, you know, in general, like a lot of the systems that have been brought into company environments, it's like survey based. It's like we're answering questions based on who we think we are, who we aspire to be. And my experience is that like that often changes over time. Like Mm -hmm. my Myers-Briggs like changes every time I take it, you know? And so I think that like what's so cool about human design is that it not only like helps us see the things that we're conscious of, but it also helps us understand our energetics and all the things that are underneath the surface. And so when I sit with a team, you know, whether it's a team of 50 or whether it's a team of five, like you basically start to like understand one, how each person operates at their best within the team. Like some people are going to operate really well, like working within a team. Other people like need a lot of freedom, you know, Um, some people work really well as managers. Other people like need to like be managed and given a role. And then you start to like really understand how people are like designed to work together and like how to really communicate with each individual. And you can also see like where people trigger each other. Like sometimes somebody I can like look at a team and be like, this person's not going to last. And it's not because like anything's wrong with them. It's just that like them in this dynamic is going to be super challenging. Mm. Um, And so it just, like, gives us so much information about, like, how to kind of engineer a team in a way that, like, the interpersonal dynamics will be a lot easier. Have you gone into certain work environments, teams to work with these companies and been like, whoa, everything's so fucked up here? I mean, often. Really? Yeah, I think that, like, because I think that, like, often teams attract amazing people, but they, like, just don't understand one another. Mm. And that was what drew me to human design is that, like, I had worked at all these startups and I was like, these people are amazing, but, like, no one knows how to function as a team. And, like, you know, a projector and a manifesting generator are going to, like, need really different roles. So, like, if I'm brought into a team and expected to operate like a manifesting generator, like, I'm going to be the worst. But, like, if I'm brought into a team and expected to, like, manage and lead and guide, I'm, like, way better at that. Right. And so, yeah, so I found that there are, like, a lot of challenges, and people are often aware of them, and human design just confirms them. And do you find that when you kind of point them out or gently suggest people are open to it, or are they, like, not ready to hear it? I mean, I was, I've been so surprised because like, I think when I started working with companies, I was like, okay, they're going to be so skeptical. Like I'm literally going in there and asking for their birth information, you know, but you know, my experience is that people are insanely open to it. And I think that's mostly driven by the fact that human design is super grounded. Um, and also that people just like want to learn more about themselves. And when you hear something that you know, intuitively is true for you, you're kind of like, that is fucking true. Yeah. And I think it gets to a point where they're just like, you know what? I don't actually care where the information comes from because right. like what matters is that like it's really speaking to a part of me, you know? And like I went into a team that was like 50 people and I sat down with each person on the team and like not one of them had heard of human design, you know? So I'm like sitting there cool. and I'm like, 
okay, you know, like, and it was just so amazing because I think, again, like, people were so open to it, you know, and, like, they were so curious about the people they were working with and how they could, like, work better together, and so I think it just, like, gives us this language to understand things, you know, and, like, in my romantic partnership and in my business partnership, I can, like, look at our two charts and see, like, where all the conflict will be, and so, like, when something comes up, we can literally just be like, I see exactly what's happening, yeah. you know, and it just gives us a language to work through it very quickly rather than kind of get lost and, like, trying to make sense of it or, like, take things personally and so like it just like in my experience like makes relationships so much easier so the types of businesses that are coming that you're being hired to to come into are they like kind of these like younger owned companies that are like down to like have a more mindful approach to team building like what have you seen is there a through line I'm just so interested with companies that are open to this type of work I mean it's just all about the founder Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause it's not like, I don't think the companies that I worked with are like really, um, like super woo woo. It's like, you know, a lot of like advertising agencies or like different products. But I think that like, it's a founder that is just like, has had some experience of human design and it just like really resonated with them. And they're like, I'm just like ready to bring this to my team. And so I think as long as the founder is bought in, it really doesn't right. matter. And then you know? how about the results that you're seeing after the work? I think that like, it just. I mean, there's a lot of different, you know, iterations of that because I work with like a lot of partnerships and smaller teams and bigger teams. But my experience is that it just like accelerates the process. So like if something's like not going to work or if it's the wrong team, it's going to reveal it pretty immediately. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I worked with co-founders where like a couple weeks later, they're like, okay, we can't do this. Like this is not the right partnership. Really? Yeah. And because it was like they already knew it. You know what I mean? And it was just like and that's and with human design, I'm never going to sit with two partners and be like, you can't work together. But if they can't like understand how differently one another operates and like create space for that, it's going to be incredibly challenging and I think with like teams Mm. in general like I found that they're able to focus so much more on like the actual product and the thing because like we're able to kind of work through all the interpersonal dynamics Mm -hmm. in my experience in teams there's so much energy spent on like trying to figure out how to work with people and like how to make things work and I think human design just like helps us understand that so then they can just kind of focus on the bottom line and actually like creating the thing I've heard of um, people having to like say their sign on a job application. Mm-hmm. I think the next level of that is like exploring someone's human design when they get to a certain level in the hiring process. I don't understand how people don't do that. Like with with her and I, like we have done this and yeah. we've done astrology and we've done like astrology coaching and counseling. And like I go, like I went to a meeting the other day with two male business partners and we were just like talking and I was like, do you guys like not know what sign you get? Like I, I was, like, not able to process that they'd never done that. Like, how do you run a business and not know someone on, like, that imprint level? Like, I I well, just I, feel like that's the full future. This feel – it I is the future. And I feel as if these types of ideas – I mean, we just learned about human design two years ago. Yeah. And it was so illuminating. And on this path of – I feel like it's, like, level five on the self-inquiry path. Like, yeah. you've got, you got to, like, kind of do your astrology, do your – you know, and then this is really – but I think it should be step one if you're really it's like wanting to go there. Stuff. It's yeah. going to really illuminate a lot of information. But like you should know when you're like in high school. Like you should know before you need to make major life choices so that you don't have to fucking backtrack. How about like when you if, – if any of us have children, we like get their human design done. Oh, I'm going to no, be a 100%. psycho about my children's charts. It's going to be – You and Cardi B. It's going yeah, to – dead. <laughs> it's not going to be healthy. Cardi B <laughs> tweeted the other day. I sent it to Steph about how she was concerned that her child was a cancer. Oh, my God. I was God. like, I love that. She's like, they're so spicy. It's like, are they? <laughs> I don't really find cancers to be super spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it was great. Yeah, and I think that like, I mean, parenting by design is so powerful because oh. I think that like, 
it's when we discover human design later in life, it's like, okay, there's a lot of deconditioning to do so yeah. we can actually step into it. But yeah. when you actually start to give your kids permission to be in their design from day one, it's like so different. You know, my sister's a manifester. I'm a projector. Like we just like actually needed to be raised very differently. Yeah. I know when you were talking, I was like, I need to know what my brother is. Yeah. I bet he's a generator. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and he's a little... Yeah. Uh, in this town. Yeah, he's either a generator <laughs> a, or a projector. He's a manager. He, yeah, he's a good manager. Yeah. So yeah. organized. Like a like a talent manager. Well, like a manager. Not like a manager. <laughs> of, of <laughs> but a that's cool too. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, can you talk us a little bit through uh, what we are, manifest generators, yeah. just out of curiosity? Oh, you want to talk about us? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. Can I add one thing before? Sure, yeah. of course. I think that like one thing you just mentioned is like I was reading something recently written by Ra, the founder, and it's like – he was like, if career counselors like had this at their fingertips, like right before kids graduated and went into like the workforce, it would be so powerful. Amazing. Because like we do spend so much of our careers like trying to figure things out. But if we like actually knew our process, we knew like what teams we were designed to work in, like what roles we would best fit within that team, like how we actually knew which opportunities were right for us, like it would be so empowering. And like the I think for me in my journey, and I, I know a lot of people kind of have this experience, is just like you have an inner knowing your whole life you like have interest and you have something that lights you up but like you're not you're you're not able to connect with that because especially like for me like wanting to be an actor wanting to be an artist like where I grew Mm -hmm. up and what I how I came into this world that wasn't something that was like really thought of as realistic air quotes yeah yeah and um I you know I just feel like it can do a lot of damage to a a child when what they feel inside is not supported and so if you're just given this tool it's like okay well fuck you mom and dad with love you don't actually know fuck you you know career counselor in middle school telling me that this is like the good choice for me based on my grades or whatever you know all the things that are piled onto us as a society it's like a shame that we have to wait till we're in like our thirties to be like, my, "Hey, who you are is actually right." My yeah, high school career Sucks. counselor told me I would probably never get into college, but she goes, "But I can totally see you being the editor of Vogue one day." And what? I was like, "That is, you're not doing your job right now." Which is not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're my little Anna Wintour. I'm so bitchy. Um, hilarious and sunglasses inside the all the time. <laughs> But I remember that just kind of being like yeah. weirdly unhelpful and like slightly de- detrimental. She was kind of basically like, "You're not going to get into school," and mm-hmm. but like, "You're but you're great." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, but okay. it's so rude. It's based on her own understanding of like how things are supposed to be. And also, I was really bad at school. But whatever. And also, like some people's schools just like not, not be the right thing yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, I or, wanted to have way more conversations with my friends than I wanted to be paying attention to the great Gatsby. Here you go. Okay, <laughs> look at me now. I talk for a living, Mr. McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys want to hear about you too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one other piece I'd add about like kids and parenting, just yeah. like one Please. tactical example is like, especially with you two as manifesting generators, like I think a lot of parents are like, okay, I need to have like a bedtime for my kid. They need to like be in bed. But for like you two, like right. it would have been like really not good to have a bedtime. Like, because for you guys, you need to kind of like fully exhaust your energy before you go to bed I used to stay up every single night like all night when I was in high school right like going through shit in my room like weird stuff totally like and so like it's actually good for parents like help you run your energy out so you can just like crash and actually sleep whereas like for me as a projector like I need a lot of like unwind time like I need to take a bath and like move really slowly to bed and so like it's just like a lot of our traditional ways of parenting. It's just like it's going to look different depending on the actual type. Wow. Oh, I want every parent to 
immediately find out what their child is. If you're yeah. listening, please do that. Yes, and tell please. us. We're so yeah. – we don't have children, so we want to know about yours. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are both manifesting generators. So I think, you know, as I said, like – these people really like they're a resource of energy for everyone. So when you guys are like deeply satisfied and lifted up by what you're doing, like you're literally lifting up the energy of everyone around you. Mm. And often how these people operate at their best is it's kind of like they wake up each morning with like a full tank of energy. Your job is to use that energy in super satisfying ways and then like crash and wake up recharge. Mm. If you haven't fully used your energy, you might like go to bed and feel like a little bit restless, like you might have in high school, Yeah. you know, or you might just feel like a little bit depleted because you like haven't used your energy in a way that actually feels good to you. Interesting. You know, and so for you guys also, it's not about like over extending and trying to like give that energy to other people it's really about like doing the things that really are giving you life you know and so and you know there's a lot of similarity in the two of you and I think one of the key things is that like every one of us will have a decision making authority which is basically like how we're designed to make decisions that are correct for us and so for the two of you it's both all around your gut response Mm -hmm. which basically means that you guys know in the moment if something's correct for you based on how it feels in your gut which is like an excited buzz in your stomach or like an uncomfortable knot or your body like literally opening up towards something or kind of contracting away. And so like as much as you can, tuning into that feeling and like letting that gut be your authority. And like often when I work with people that have this, like I'll ask them something like, do you want to do this thing? And they'll be like, yeah, it feels right. Like I don't need to know why it's right. Like it's just like that it feels right is enough. Yeah, that resonates. I remember reading years ago when I first started my first business, um, Gabby Bernstein talked about her uh, intuition being her business partner, and I rode with that concept mm-hmm. still to this day. It's and Stephanie. I was like, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like they're on the board, you yeah, know? Exactly. It's holding a firm seat. Exactly. And it's helpful for the two of you to like ask each other very specific questions to help access that gut response. So instead of asking each other open-ended questions of like, you know, what do you think we should do? Or like, where do you want to go? Being like, do you want to go here? Do you want to do this? Like things oh. that like allow you to respond in a more visceral way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, can be very powerful. Yeah. And I think also because you guys are both MGs, like you guys are both designed to move very quickly. And so like it actually be helpful to, I don't know what support you guys have right now, but like having people that are a little bit more methodical and like just bring a very different thing to the table. Um, because I know, I imagine there's a lot of administrative stuff to do. Yeah. And like you guys, if you're not lit up by it or not by, energized by it, it might not be that easy for you guys to actually do it. Yeah. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it. Though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So in the future. Yeah. No, yeah. it's for, we've, yeah. we've got I know we're support. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, you know, another key piece is that every type will have a strategy and the strategy is basically how we're designed to kind of cultivate opportunities, relationships for ourselves. So both of your strategies is to wait to respond, which is basically like really about allowing life to come to you and to kind of trigger a gut response before you jump into something. So rather than having an idea and being like, I'm immediately going to go initiate this thing. It's actually about like waiting for something external to you to kind of trigger that gut response before you do. And the waiting is not a passive thing. You know, I had another client and a friend and she was like, Erin, like sitting on the couch, this sucks. I'm like, no, 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 please don't do that. Like you're designed to be like super busy doing things you enjoy and then just paying attention to what you're naturally lit up by. Yeah, that's really hard, I think, for so many of us to just like do what we like to do. Like if we're not employed at a certain time mm-hmm. or there's like a guilt associated with like going out to a movie, getting lunch or, you know, walking around, anything that just energizes you that doesn't seem like productive. I totally. feel like that's like the biggest, this like productive that. word is like a fucker. 
It's hard, you know? And the thing is, like, the funny part about it is that, like, the more you are excited about what you're doing, like, the more magnetic you become and actually attracting things to you. Totally. You know? And so, like, when you're doing stuff you don't enjoy, it's actually really hard to attract things that are, like, of a similar frequency to you because, like, you're just spending your energy doing things you don't like. But or just, like, being bummed out in your apartment. Yeah. You know? And the productive one, like, that's one of my biggest shadows as a projector is, like, honestly, just, like, not knowing when enough is enough and, like, always trying to be productive. And, like, I've just learned that, like, that doesn't serve at all. So what is kind of, like, a tactile way to combat that the productivity piece yeah like that feeling of like not wanting to be passive but understanding like needing to be in flow in order to attract more so I think that like you know it would just be at least spending some of your energy every day just like doing things that like really do energize you so say like you have a lot of administrative work to do and you like know you have to do it but it sucks like at least just carving up some space in your day whether it's like going to yoga or like doing some creative project to like kind of like lift up your energy again yeah because I work with a lot of people that have full-time jobs that they hate, you know, and like they can't always leave those jobs immediately. Right. And I'm not going to say like quit your job tomorrow, but it's like, what are some things you can do at night, in the morning, on the side that at least like just feel like good ways to use your energy? Balance it. Yeah. And just like to remind you what it feels like to kind of be satisfied in that way, you know? And like for me, like also as a projector, it's just like, I know that my tendency is to just like go way too hard and like not have a boundary of like knowing when to stop. And so like, I'm just self-aware enough uh, like around it that I just like see it when it happens and my partner sees it when it happens and I'm just like okay this is like not working for me or anyone around me so a lot of this stuff is like also just like cultivating the awareness so we can actually see when these kind of shadows pop up and we can actually just be like okay redirect here Mm -hmm. pause time out Hello? Hi. Yeah, hi. It's me, Steph. Hi, Steph. Co-host of That's a Retrograde Podcast. Oh, hi. Nice to, to meet you. I wanted to drop in in between this conversation on human design. So happy you did. And uh, shout out one of our partners for the show today. Amen to that. They help uh, keep our breath fresh. Mouths clean. And our lives convenient. Dental wellness. <laughs> it's a thing. People aren't talking about it enough. <laughs> As Sarah Silverman said, death creeps in through the gums. <laughs> so make sure you keep your shit tight. And that's why we're keeping our shit tight with our dear friends at Quip. Mm-hmm. The most beautifully designed and highly functional di- electric toothbrush. Did, were you going to say digital, say digital toothbrush? toothbrush I like I that. Stopped, I but that. I guess it's electric, so doesn't that make it digital? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you know what else is digitized? Their at-home delivery system. Yes, talk about that. I love that I never have to think about refreshing my toothbrush head. So as a dentist recommended every three months, Mm -hmm. they send over for $5. You get a new head, a battery, the whole shebang, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. And um, also with the electric toothbrush, battery operated, as we said. So it saves space in the in the bathroom or when you're on the go. Also, I hate when you have the rechargeable electric toothbrush and you get that like weird yellow film in between the toothbrush and the stand. Mm -hmm. No more of that, my friend. We're decluttering our toothbrush. We're decluttering (laughs) our sink. Yeah, it's fucking, we're all in. We're all in. So, dear friends, if you head over to getquip.com, that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash retrograde right now, you're going to get a refill pack for free when you order a beautiful electric toothbrush and they also have kids ones now so that's very important to know oh yeah your little baby can learn how to brush in time because of the sensitive sonic, sonic vibrations. vibrations just like this corner this corner this corner that corner clean mouth kid getquip.com slash retrograde get on it something you were saying about my thing is that like my bad sign would be like if I'm feeling frustrated exactly and then yeah. the good is like to feel satisfied exactly and so, so yeah so each of the types will have a signpost and the signposts can feel so simple but they're so revealing yeah and they're basically just signals that reveal whether we're on or off track 
And so for both of you, a sense of being on track is a sense of satisfaction, mm. which is just feeling like deeply satisfied in the work that you're doing. Like feel like things are coming to you, like you're listening to your gut. And a sense of being off track is a sense of frustration, which is like kind of like resentful, dissatisfied in the work that you're doing. You feel like maybe you're initiating things and it's not really happening for you. And then like for me, for example, it's around like bitterness and success. So it's going to look a little bit different for every type, but it's just kind of like a like a something that reminds you that like, oh, like something about this thing is not working. Like I've got to... And then how can you use your design or your understanding of your design to get back on track? So I think in terms of knowing that your strategy is all around waiting to respond, like sometimes the frustration comes when it's like there's like too much initiating or too much pushing. Mm -hmm. So I think that for you guys, it's both about like, how can I, okay, like how can I just like start to do some things I know that light me up and that I know that I do enjoy um, and just like start to use my energy in that way and just pay attention to like what's already coming to me and pay attention to what's already in my orbit. And because you guys are manifesting generators, it's like as soon as you have that gut response, you guys have this amazing ability to kind of bring something to life incredibly quickly. Mm -hmm. So it is this actually like initiating thing once you know. The work is just like not to pursue that thing until you really do know. Yeah, it definitely resonates in terms of like that visceral feeling and it just kind of is in motion. Mm -hmm. And like often like, you know, if you're feeling really frustrated, being like, was this like a clear response from my gut? You know, like, was this clear that I really still wanted to do this thing? Or, like, is it time to pivot my energy? You know, is it time to move my energy to a different thing? And, like, am I doing this still because it's exciting me? Or am I doing it just, like, because I think I should and because I don't want to quit or I don't want to give up? The should. The we should of, all uh, over ourselves, right? Indie films I've done by accident. Because <laughs> 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 I think I'm supposed to practice acting. But I don't want to be driving to Simi Valley for $125 a day. See ya. <laughs> But just as an example of like, oh, you think like, okay, I need to practice my craft and take what I can get and like, but no. And I think also for both of you, you guys have this like a similar strength in in human design, which I actually love the name of it. It's called the Keeper of the Keys, which feels like very mysterious, but it's basically all around like having sort of the vision and like, but the idea is that like you guys aren't designed to like find your purpose by like imagining what it would be and like creating a strategy to get there it's all about just like letting your gut response like just guide you and like it's all going to reveal itself with time when you actually just like let that gut response kind of be the compass so it's it's, so real felt that my whole life Mm -hmm. it's so validating to like hear this information reflected back it's Mm -hmm. very very cool yeah and you guys, I mean, also you guys, like, I know you, you guys aren't, like, working in teams all the time, but you guys both, like, have... Just the one. Just this one. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys both have, like, an amazing capacity in terms of teams. Like, you don't actually need that many more people around you to have, like, a very strong, func- functional team because you guys carry kind of, like, everything that you need. Interesting. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so much information yeah. in there. You yeah. Know? And then, you know, another interesting thing to look at sometimes, too, is, like, you can look at um, in partnership, like, where people can put pressure on each other. So, for example, like, Elizabeth, you might have a tendency sometimes to, like, if you're feeling stressed, like, you might take that stress on and, like, feel it in, like, an amplified way. Me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, <clears> just something to be aware of because, mm-hmm. like, I've, I'm more similar to you. So when I know if I'm stressed, I'm, like, I got to just, like, be in my own little cocoon so I'm not, like, spreading this to the people yeah. because I know the people on my team can be, like, really sensitive to that. That's great. Yeah. And what do I do to her? 
Um, oh. <laughs> what do I do to you? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of other, there are no other. She's like so much stuff. <laughs> there are a lot of, I mean, you guys have a lot of very similar like activations. Mm. And so that's like creates a lot of harmony, but there are also some areas in which you guys can like compromise each other in that way. But you guys like, again, you guys have, you bring very similar things to a team, which is why it'd be good to like bring some very different energies once you guys start building out your team a little bit more. Yeah. That's so interesting. That really mirrors a, a little worker bee. A conversation that we had yesterday. yesterday. So oh, really? that's yeah. pretty amazing yeah what are some of just because in the initial um reading that i had there were some really like obscure things that popped up like how i process information and like dimmer lighting than brighter lighting and that type of thing so like in general when it comes to human design like what are some of like the funny pockets of like yeah there's so much like it's just like very endless in terms of the information so there's like a whole other element of human design which is like how you're designed to like eat and the food right. and like what environments you're designed to like work in and be in, which is like so interesting because people will be like mountains, like I'm supposed to live by mountains, but like sometimes that means like you just need to live on the higher floor of your building. You know, there are ways to like actually Funny. translate it yeah. to like th- our current situation. Yeah. Um, and like in terms of eating, you know, some people like are designed to like eat when the sun sets. Other mm. people like when they're like in bright sunlight. Other people when there's like a lot of activity around. Other people when there's like a lot of calmness. Mine said that I was like supposed to eat like one food at, at a time. time. Yeah. Versus yeah. like like a full smorgasbord. Right. Which was so interesting. Which is so interesting. And I clocked that and I kind of have been playing around with that. Yeah. It's so cool. And yeah. that's basically just like when you eat everything at once, it's a little bit harder to, to digest. Mm-hmm. So just like eating one thing at a time, like not a stew, you know, like one piece at a time, it's just, like, easier for the system. And, like, what I love about that aspect of human design is that, like, it's not about what we eat. It's not about, like, you should eat, you know, vegan or not meat or whatever right. it is. It's more just, like, these are the conditions under which your body is going to process food the easiest. I also like that it said for me to eat a lot of stuff. And what you're excited by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, like, I, you know, you know, it's, like, uh, diet culture. I grew up in the fucking early 2000s of, like, eating less and having this, like, guilt around tons of stuff portion yeah portion and whatever and it's like no my body just needs like a lot of food to like have all this energy that I'm supposed to have yeah okay yeah great sign me up yeah and it's interesting yeah and I think like you know I haven't like read anything on this but I also think like MGs like must have a much faster metabolism you know than projectors do Mm. like projectors it's all about like grazing and like eating small meals and like eating very clean food and like I know my body just processes things like a little bit slower Mm. yeah what about um, <laughs> which is good for me various <laughs> various resources that you would recommend for people who have just like been completely intrigued by this and after they go to your website and are able to look up what they are like what what yeah. should they do next so there's a lot of information online and I'm like a lot of it is not very accessible so okay. I know that it's like not always the easiest to access there's an amazing book called the definitive guide to human design which okay. is written by um, the founder of Human Design. It's a little bit more of like a resource text. So it's like a cool. little bit more dense. What is the founder's name? Ra Uhuruhu. Okay. Sure. And he yeah. passed away, right? He did. Okay. Yeah. So he's no longer here. Um, but there are a lot of like institutions throughout mm-hmm. the world offering Human Design. Um, the One of my new offerings is Blueprint, which is basically just like a 30-page PDF kind of outlining all the key aspects of cool. Human Design. Cool. How much does that cost? $95. Oh, 
worth yeah. every penny. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and right now I'm hand making all this. <laughs> it's been a little bit intense. Wow. Um, but it's amazing because I think people just need very practical information around their design. And I think that like human design like isn't designed to be a mental system where we get like super lost in all the information and then we like don't know what to do with it. And so I think people just like need those practical tools of like how do I actually integrate this into my everyday. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of other books out there. There's a guy, Shaitan too, C-H-E-T-A-N. And he has a lot of books that are like exploring human design on a more basic level. And so that can be like also a good introduction. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I was talking to someone the other day who was trying to find some information and she was saying that she like was having the hardest time breaking down what it's so hard. And yeah. like, you know, even my boyfriend sometimes will like listen to the recordings that I listen to because I'm always like listening to classes and recordings and he's just like, what are they talking about? You know, and like he gets human design at this point, but like yeah. the, the way that I'm like listening to it is not it's in dense. a way that can be like said yeah. loud. You know, so it's just like the work. And I think that's why human design is like having a moment right now is I think there's a lot of amazing people that are like finding ways to translate it and make it much more accessible. And I think that that's what people need. Yeah. And that's why we're so lit up by what you're doing, applying it to the workplace where it can really like have some legs and everybody can benefit from it. 100 Very cool. And you can yeah. be in conversation about it with the people that are in your yeah, life. Exactly. It's a new language. It's yeah. a new language, you know, and you can look at a thing. I remember with my former business partner, we would like have a disagreement and be like, okay, this is what's triggering this. And like, it was just like so tactical, you know, and I think, and also like to romantic partnerships, it's just so powerful, I think. To, what do you think Joey is? <sighs> I wonder. I we can plug like it in. I feel like he's, he might be a reflector. Reflector. Honestly, comic. He's like a brilliant improviser, but also wow. like he's the person that I look to at the party to be like, "Are we? What's done happening here?" here? Yeah, <laughs> like he 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 has a beautiful read on people, and like he his intuition with people's energy is yeah. out. Of, the other day when we were at that world. party, everyone was like outside smoking cigs, and then me and Joey were smoking weed, and then the cigs all came in, and I was like, "Joey, we have to go inside now." And he's like, "You were just so intense about me not being around that." I'm like, "You can't be around <laughs> dense cigarettes." So I was like, so like worried. <laughs> Yeah. his pure Joey. heart yeah, yeah I know truly 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 <laughs> that's amazing we have to figure yeah, it out we do I sure I've, I have his birth time obviously yeah, go yeah. <laughs> no and yeah and that's exactly it though reflectors like can spot what's happening in an environment like before anyone else yeah wow I think yeah. that might be him this is so amazing Aaron Claire Jones thank you so much tell our listeners um, where they can find you how they can get in touch yeah so my website is AaronClaireJones.com and so is my Instagram um and I do private sessions, and I do the blueprint offering, and then I also work with teams. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Guys, hit her up. Hit her up. Make your life better. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. So happy to be here. Thank you so much to you, Elizabeth Cott, for the past 201 episodes. <laughs> You're so welcome. Uh, thanks to Erin Claire Jones. Thanks for to- For illuminating. Yeah. Just illuminating the space. Just being an explorer, having a passion, and helping us find ours. Exactly. Um, thanks to Ritual and Quip and Sakara. Love you guys. Safiq, Loon. Let's and get it gets better. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Come hang out with us, guys. Ticket link in bio. And to Chelsea M for uh, joining aw. us. For friendship. Truly a pleasure. What a uh, for me. <laughs> once in a lifetime. <laughs> Hopefully not once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We know a guy. You guys can come back whenever you want. Please come back all the time. <laughs> and okay. thanks to our listeners. Yeah, namaste, Love you listening. So much. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.